0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to On Screen Live. My name is Andrew Jupin, and this is our show for Monday, October the 2nd, 2023. Hope you're all having a good evening or maybe a good afternoon or a good morning, depending upon where you're finding us this fine day. Or hello, audio-only folks out there. Happy you're joining us a few days later. I love that the chat is flying. How you doing? Are you critting me? Dexter Long, smarmy, love that name. Kevin Lynch, Sandwich Jones, also excellent. Uh, Where are they? Our buddy, Busiris. Hello, Ms. Melancholy. Thank you all for joining us this evening live. It's always fun when the chat is rocking. Now, we got some birthdays coming up, folks. We got to wish happy birthday. This is a big one. The big 7-5 to Mr. Avery Brooks. Hell yeah. Love that dude. Hope he's having a good 75th B-Day today. Also... Music legend and long sex session enthusiast, Sting, of course, turns 71 today. And the always amazing Lorraine Bracco. Here she is on uh, some daytime talk show. I found this picture. Of course, there's a glass and wine uh, involved here. Uh, she's turning the best age, 69 today. Uh, and let's see who else, who else? Well, let's, let's go to the mall and wish Tiffany. The music sensation Tiffany turns 51. And, of course, Alabama shakes Brittany Howard turns 35 so have the having their great days i hope uh it's been a long ass week um a lot of movies to get through here some real good some terrible some maybe in the middle we'll find out i got two dudes alongside me to help uh well talk it all through of course uh let's see first up he's got a banger ass shirt on right now mr eric siska hello
1: hello yes Ooh, happy to be here hell yeah With How all you, you, doing, you dude? fine folks? Chatting on YouTube. Look at all these folks. Mm-hmm. It's Val, wild. Brian S., Nick B. Hell yeah. Love that shirt, by the way, dude. Thank you. Yes. It's have a you, great, uh, great film. You ever, you ever dabbled in the literature of that Anne oh Rice? Actually, I have not. You know, I should yeah, probably do that. You know, I feel <laughs> yeah, like I, I haven't read a book in years. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm telling
0: you, I'm going through that Sarah book that I've been flapping my gums about. It's yeah. fun. It's a oh, fun Star damn. Trek adventure with all my I've friends. Gotta learn to read one of these days. <laughs> uh, well, here's a dude who pretends to know how to read every week, Mr. Chris Cabin. And then Louis B. Mayer was heard to say to Lois directly, Life
2: is nothingness, life is unending pain. <laughs> That's true. We should all go directly into the grave as soon as we we're born and never <sighs> return. Man, Louis B. Mayer, Louis B. Mayer is really going off. <laughs> My God. Chris, Hi is that
1: true? Because I have yeah, a kindred spirit then.
2: Well, yeah, is you Louis and my... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see you two as uh, working together. As I a, wish a, I was uh,
1: never born, aborted, what have you. It would have been <laughs> fantastic.
2: Well, <laughs> you don't know that. You have no idea. You're just guessing. You have yeah, folks I'll, at home, can you tell on. that
1: Eric had a rough day at the factory? Yes, I I had a rough day at the factory today. But if that, you know, if I say this enough, folks, if I say ah, right. I wish I would oh, I wish I never existed. Maybe an an angel will come down. Ooh,
0: yeah, dude. Then you'll have one hell me. of a Christmas.
1: And then show me all of your faces so sad that I wasn't born. I will then be like, ooh, let me get coming out of the womb again. I'm excited.
2: You want to go double then? Well, that's
1: (laughs) Eric. You have to
2: start spending more time on bridges and not the way you think. Uh, (laughs) Just, you know, just hang out near the rail and wait for the angel to come.
0: You don't got to do much more than that. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people I guess talking about because there's some sort of mystery to his whereabouts right now, asking about Patrick J. Pespis. Um, Mm -hmm. And just put it out there. If you've seen that guy around, folks, go to his Instagram, find the uh, number there to inform the right authorities. American hero. Yes. He's gone missing for a few days now. Not, Uh, not, not a funny thing.
1: It's not funny at all, but I think the we should take a a look at the fraternal order of police.
0: Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Could have been. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. I saw a bunch of people mentioning Pat Pespas in the chat. So I figured, hey, we'll do our part here on On Screen Live, right? Who knows? Just uh, fingers crossed for his, his safe return. Now, fingers crossed for this friggin' American box office to, to right the ship at some point. But uh, for the meantime, we're going to have to work with the numbers that we have, folks, in the segment we like to call Highest Gross. Love that funky-ass guitar riff. Now, um, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, there's Ooh. a couple of surprises uh, from the weekend box office, you guys. Mm? And I don't know if you're ready for this one, but I feel like for the start of this, I should have played the secret movie segment because this shit at number five was a total secret movie to me. The Blind. Oh, okay. A true story of the Robertson family. Now, without looking it up, you two, do you know what this
1: is? Is that Pat Robertson? Nope. Oh, okay. It's Phil Robertson, right? Oh, Phil yeah. Robertson. Okay. Dude,
0: it is a fucking Duck Dynasty like prequel movie. Oh, the Duck, Duck
1: Dynasty begins. Are they still a thing? Like, is this? Could not tell you. But look at this poster again. He looks like yeah.
0: I don't know who this guy is. He looks like
1: fucking Richard Manuel yeah. from the
0: band. And I had yeah. no
1: idea that the Duck Hunters were blind.
2: <laughs> apparently, apparently, that's their whole gig now. Right. I think the blind
0: is like the thing you hide in when you're trying to hunt ducks. <laughs> I, okay, there. Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense, I suppose. Maybe. I don't know. Uh-huh. But this is, according to this poster right here, well, that's the true story of the Robertson wow, That's the
1: true story. It looks like they might be getting down to some fucking with that, that poster. Well, yeah, I think poster, there's some duck fucking. Yeah.
0: The poster
2: looks very much like uh, Jason Patrick and uh, what's her name in Rush. And so it does look like they would be <laughs> doing a lot of drugs and fucking. But I assume yeah. that's not the story if we're like really gearing uh, it towards the uh, the Christ heads and such. Yeah, because it's, it's <laughs> you know, I, I had
0: a rough life and then I found the Lord God and, and I oh. started 4.1 million dollars at he, the box office. He
1: told me to shoot as many ducks as I saw and I did <laughs> and then oh bummer happened and
2: yep, uh, yes, yep. Obama always is the thing that happened. Also I would love it if it turns you get up to the pearly gates and guys uh-huh. like I just need to tell you one thing. I fucking hate ducks. All right. I fucking <laughs> hate them. I, I want them all dead. They, I mean the little stupid bills all the cartoon characters are better than the actual ducks.
0: Come on. Come on. <laughs> Uh, this was out from Fathom, so you know it's great. Uh, Yeah, I just, whatever man, it's just a huge fucking whatever. I honestly would rather go see uh, the number four slot, the Nun 2, because Nun Fever is still sort of sweeping the nation here in at four, in week four with $4.7 million Uh, and now I was reading this, uh, what are we looking at? It's totaling 77 million domestic and 231 million globally oh yeah baby this kind of like fixes warner brothers snafu with blue beetle um <laughs> you know this the nun 2 has made a lot of money and it didn't uh, cost that much to but make the nun, nun in so. the mcu
2: the dcu yeah it would have to be that i mean you're gonna have to get ready now looking at those numbers you're about to get, like, a nun tetralogy. You're about to get, like, mm-hmm.
0: as, as many nuns as you can fucking put out. Yep, uh, yep. Just give them out there. I think it's going to become so successful, dude, that they're going to start hell that shit. And it's like, here's a script that's kind yeah. of a horror movie. Now put the nun in it. Why not? Why not, dude? Ooh, no. the nun in space now is the nun's in it. <laughs> The nun in space. The nun in Spain. The nun
2: in America. <laughs> Let's go. at the trip. It's just like the trip. You just go to different places.
1: The nun, and you got, oh, the nun is yes. there. The
2: nun ghost happens to be there. Uh,
1: how about the nun in uh, the blind? Ooh, the there you dynasty go. Mm,
2: yes, they probably know at least one. They probably
0: do know one, Eric. I do don't they
1: know. Have nuns, today. the evangelicals? I, no,
0: I don't think so. They don't. don't
1: women think don't have no. power. Yeah.
0: Oh well, that's yeah, that's a good point. They got like crazy bake sale ladies and shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kinds of
1: nice. pie ladies yeah,
0: yeah. that's cool <laughs> uh so here we go We're getting some uh new blood in the top five here here's a movie that i truly couldn't care less about and will 100 percent be a rental at some point the creator
1: mm. yes so chris did you catch this one at all
0: did not get to see it, even yeah, though I, I am a, a fan of uh,
2: uh, our man Garrett. There, That's uh, what I
1: asked. and I'm I'm kind of curious because it does look like Star Wars runoff, which I guess is now we're going to be inundated with with Zack sure. Snyder's Star Wars reject. This looks like a Star Wars reject,
0: you know. But the thing about like this movie, and I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but from that trailer, like. It looks like pseudo pro AI and I watched that trailer and it's like John David Washington goes into that room and it's like, oh, behind this chair is the thing you need to destroy to save the world from AI. And it's a little robot kid and he can't kill it. Fuck That robot. There's no movie there.
1: If I'm starting this down adios robot, you make it look like a kid. I'm just going to kill it quicker. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna do some phil robertson stuff you know
0: it just it just looks like such piss poor timing for a movie like this to come out you know i just don't think it's something i mean you're right the star wars runoff
2: thing is correct because now what you're going to have is this like bifurcation between star wars science fiction and everything else and yeah, right. everything else and if everything else is not good enough that means that the star wars is winning and that's just going to be how people see this shit. I think for the next decade, because like, that's it, all I heard. All I heard was how much, like, oh, you know what? I this is really going to be a blow to uh, original science fiction. Uh, this movie's sucking so much, and I'm like, is that really it? Like, no, I, I don't think that's
0: it. That's not it, because like, you could also have like good science fiction that also doesn't really hit. You know, and yeah. you don't blame that for anything. Like a fucking um. Elite Battle Angel, real right. fun movie. I but love like the movie. You know, I don't know, man. What's probably worse, you think, Ahsoka or this movie, The Creator? Ah, oh, Ahsoka it has to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen The Creator. Minutes. Yeah, Oh, ten, ten minutes. minutes huh?
2: I've seen ten minutes of Ahsoka, and I can tell you for sure, this <laughs> which, whatever uh, this is, it's better. Which, whatever which, it is,
0: which ten minutes are you talking about? <laughs> the opening, pi- the pilot of Ahsoka, like mm, oh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't know if like someone had it out in the room and you just walked oh. through or something. No, will, no, 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 We will no. be
1: talking a little more about Ahsoka on the Gleep Glossary for this month. We will be talking about uh <laughs> Geth a, a witch. Yes, yeah, a night sister. So it's sort night of night related yes. if you've been keeping up with Ahsoka, but right we'll talk about it more there. We got a lot of stuff to do today. We can't talk about Ahsoka right now.
0: No, no, no. But yeah, but a good point because I know a lot of people have been asking about it. There will be an Ahsoka-related conversation uh, probably over a couple of Glebe Glossary episodes. Yes, at least two. Yeah. Um, So speaking of two, coming in at number two, it's first week at the box office. saw X Uh, (laughs) uh, and we'll be talking about it a little more in a a moment but uh, yeah week one 18 million dollars and this is already well on its way for a saw 11 to happen it did 29 million globally on a 13 million dollar budget so congratulations you won yourself another saw movie
1: (laughs) I keep getting older and all the saw traps stay the same age (laughs)
0: the same rusty age
2: yeah, I mean, you would say that and like, look, the next, eventually, eventually it is going to have to be like a Tobin Bell AI that is doing yeah. this. That's the only <laughs> way to explain how this still is going on after. Th- oh, there was actually yeah. another trip to Mexico that happened in between <laughs> the other ones. You didn't know Dude. about it, but we need to keep thinking these fucking things.
0: A little teaser for a few minutes from now in this episode, I did not hate John Kramer's jaunt to Mexico. Uh,
1: yeah, I have not and seen... And I'll, ex- I'll
0: explain more when we get to it. But uh, I was just as shocked as, as you all were just to hear me say that now. But $18 million at the gate, uh, it'll be doing just fine. Uh, and then here we go. Speaking of stuff I didn't really know existed, in at number one... Paw oh, yeah. Patrol, at the at that, mighty baby. movie.
1: Look at them. Look at those Look little at guys. Those guys, uh, yeah, those Look little at guys. Look at those little guys. By the way, someone in the chat pointed out, you know, Expendables 4, and it's like, wow, that's not, not even on here anymore. The fucking blind did better.
0: Yeah, no, that's absolutely gone. I mean, some things that really got rocked here Dumb Money was in seven. That's a, it's a total failure for Sony. Uh, yeah. yeah, Expendables was down to nine. Uh, in its second week, it had a 69% drop from the nice. first week. That's uh, it's not quite quantum mania, uh, quantum mania failure territory, but it's right there. Obviously, quantum mania costs more, but expendables force still cost a hundred million dollars. Insanity, uh, Where did insanity. it go?
1: It wasn't the on hair the hair dye budget, it's the that hair dye budget possible.
2: Yeah, I guess that well, actually, is at this
0: point, who's still there that's got dyed hair? It's just sly, right? Alone. Statham's bald. Arnold's not in it. Toll road or toll
2: house is. uh, (laughs) Toll house cookie. He's he's bald. He's bald bald as hell. So maybe it's just like really special bix to get as close as you possibly can. Yeah, like no hair. You get to pluck the hairs out. I need to say something about dumb money. Dumb money. Uh The fucking dumb thing about that is your whole thing is like you are doing a conflation of like Big Short and Social Network kind of stuff. Uh What are those things, and what made those things popular? They came out around fucking awards time. Like that was, this it, is a this bit is early, ridiculous for it to come out. Now. Are you out of that's your true. mind? Yeah. Like, it, I just don't know. Like, and it's not a bad, I, I've seen I don't like Craig Gillespie, uh, but it's one you of the care? more. I
0: thought you liked Titania. Did you not?
2: Uh, it's fine. Like, that's the uh-huh. thing is like, I'm like, that's, I don't yeah, okay. hate some of his movies, but like, yeah. I don't want to like defend him or anything. Okay. Uh, I, I don't like the soundtrackiness of his movies. I get very annoyed gotcha. by that. Okay. And that's the same thing with this. And it's just like, I, I felt so bad because I was like, Paul Dano is pretty good in this movie. Yeah. And like, yeah, I would like to see him pressed for like some award shit, but it's not going to happen because the fucking thing tanked.
0: I'll tell you what the biggest uh, theatrical mystery of the year is for me right now. And it's with regard to dumb money, this like weird two week limited platforming they did before just releasing it wide. like. All you did for this movie was just kind of give it two weeks for the shoulder shrug word of mouth to go around. And like now you break it Why Nobody gives a shit. Like you can't do like you usually get like the one week. Right. And it's like, let's see how it does. And then like if it's kind of tepid, you just break it. You don't do like, oh, the first week it's kind of tepid. Let's do a second week where it's kind of an expansion. Oh, that was tepid too. Fuck, now here's yeah. the wide release. It seems weird and, to try
1: that with yeah. what looks like a big box comedy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, like that, you take your swing. You don't You don't tease it like it's a, a, an indie movie or an award movie or an art movie.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it, if, if you're going to do that, though, Eric, like you release it at least mid to late October or into November, like right. you don't yeah. do it in the early September, when everybody's like still at fall festivals and not paying attention to shit. Like early September when this was like starting to platform, it is a fucking graveyard uh movie wise. So huge mistakes all around. But hey, Paw Patrol, the mighty movie. Congratulations. $23 million. I guess this is a sequel mm-hmm. uh to it looks the like very popular be going to the no
1: movie. kill shelter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, dude. These these dogs aren't getting put down anytime soon. <laughs> There's a Paw Patrol three coming, no doubt about oh, it. Oh, yay. Um, but I've, I've heard from like, you know, people who are invested in these kind of th- like people with kids, like that. It's an okay movie. And I'm Hey, sure, that's I'm great. Sure amazing. I'm that's sure cool. Amazing. I'm happy for, for paramount to have a hit. Nice to sure. take something away from the mouse. That's always appreciated. So, Hey, congratulations. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie. Sure. You did it. <laughs> you absolutely did it. Um, so that's the box office. It's still, uh, my water here—it's still uh, not great. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But by the way, uh, Barbie's still managing to hold into that top ten. She's in tenth place. This—it's amazing. Good job. Good job, Greta yep totally um so hey we got some uh, things to plug here before we get into talking about uh, some movies we've seen here uh first thing up probably not a surprise to anyone in the chat but hey uh you know if you're watching uh found us on youtube or whatever uh, and you dig on the show on our patreon now at the eight dollar level and up ad free we hate
1: movies episodes that's right that's the main right. feed big honking episodes now hitting that patreon feed Ad free, you don't have to hear yep. about balls, deodorant, <laughs> and whatever else. That's mm-hmm. right. But if you want yep. to, you know, the perfect well. the perfect plan is you sub to that Patreon and then you'll still listen to the ad episodes.
0: Right. That's, that's I think the that's the good way to worlds. do it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. As for um, it all. That's the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, be okay. as selfish as possible. Uh, but so here's a cool thing. We got some big news. Now, if you are a Patreon uh, subscriber, you already got the good news earlier today and may have already uh, made a financial transaction. But if not, we're here to tell you that
1: Thursday,
0: October the 26th, we will be on the Internet, Eric Siska. Mm. uh, And what are we going
1: to be doing? We will be doing a a digital worldwide experience Mm. on Friday, the 13th, part four. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look the final at chapter. that. The final chapter.
0: This is uh, another amazing uh, piece of art by our good friend, Felipe Sabrero. Uh, yes, Incredible that's right, art. folks. Yes, um, Part four. It's the one with uh, Corey Feldman, Crispin Glover, a missing corkscrew. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Steve pointed out in his read for it, that'll be on the air uh, starting tomorrow. Definitely multiple teenagers being thrown through windows. You have a lot of that going on. For whatever reason, that was like Jason's hang up during this movie was uh, a good window tosser Um, this is I think one of the best Friday the 13th movies i get that Agreed. Not my favorite but it's a good one it's a big Um, one
1: it's a good one and it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about it and go through it on October 26th at 9pm Eastern time but it will be available on demand 7 days after and there will be an after party Q&A thing It'll be a lot of fun, so you're going to want to snag tickets to both, and Hell you know, yeah. just watch the replay if you can't make it live.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. no, that's also totally possible. But yeah, I'm excited uh, to talk about uh, one of the you know best ones, ones the one, one of the ones I really like. Also, those Q and A's are fun, are they not? It is just us oh, yeah. bullshitting, taking some pre asked questions. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So check that out. Moment.co slash movies, or you can head over to our website. Click on that tour tab, and you'll find uh, all the important ticket purchasing information. Um, so, all right, I realized I forgot to ask around the horn before we went on the air. Am oh. I the only one well-versed in Saw X? Oh no, I've seen
1: it. Oh baby, it. okay. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I have not seen it yet. I'm, I rather I'm deciding to live it out instead.
0: There you go, dude. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. Uh, the trip to Mexico is already planned. Um, it is planned. So, Chris Cabin, uh, you know, I was sort of teasing <laughs> my opinion about it. I look. I don't think it's a great movie. I don't even sure. think it's really a good movie. But it's a movie, and I think that is really important here. And I'll I'll lay it out. Here's a couple of reasons why I think. Versus like the other movies in this franchise, you. Have- I like that we all know what I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, you think neg- all you have is negative thoughts, Chris. Well, yeah, no, that, because that when that I mentioned
0: stop. no, when I mentioned the movie a few minutes ago, you like burped oh, yeah. and
1: farted at the same time. So yeah, like everybody yeah. heard you it. You had I, a I, fucking was- freak out, dude.
0: I did. I did. I lost it there. I, I really no, the wall to so, wall. Here is the thing. I think it's a. Much more uh well-written script than you normally get in a Saw movie. You have like an understandable upfront motivation for why the things are happening to the people that they're happening. That's to. nice. um You have, I mean, you have John Kramer walking around doing stuff, which like should have been this franchise, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, all of this shit with like him being dead for three movies and it's all puppet? flashbacks. The yeah, puppets in this,
1: <laughs> though, right? The puppet does make an appearance, yes. Right. Puppet um, people is back. The puppet's people here. would riot if there was no puppet.
0: Yeah, no, there's actually, there's some solid, uh, there's a solid puppet appearance. But like, yeah. so you got that going on. Tobin Bell is in like virtually every scene of the movie. And I think, I've said this on other things before. Like, I think Tobin Bell is actually a really talented actor. Yeah. And he gets Boy, to really John Kramer it up here. And it's kind of interesting to finally get to watch what that would look like. Uh, and then finally, I will say, we are going outside. The mm-hmm. fucking sun exists in this movie. Really? Like, oh yeah, dude. We are getting some fresh air. We're fucking sitting outside like at a beautiful vista at one point. Like mm-hmm. things shocked. are moving and shaking. Like the there world is. exists outside of a fucking neon lit factory. Um so Chris, I'll let you have at it, volley it back the other way, but like that was just some of the th- the positive things I was surprised I, I was noticing in Saw X.
2: I understand completely why people are liking this more than the other ones. This does have a clarity, and mm. it's not ugly as shit. Like it, it, yeah. that is one thing for sure. Um, I do kind of think like as much as this is nestled between two uh, um, movies that already exist. Um, you kind of have to forget all of saw exists for this to work. I think like yeah. for him to be this heroic and for him to be treated like this, I'm like, you have to literally just vacate everything else. Like context has to be blown, but, smithereens but Chris, for it to smithereens,
1: this is like a prequel is thing. So it's like, he just becomes a shithead later is the, well, idea. it takes
0: place between one and two.
2: Yeah. He's already done okay. shit. Like he's already a <laughs> piece of shit, like killer. Like that's, that's already <laughs> happened. Um, yeah. uh, so like, i kind of couldn't take it seriously i was like so i just am supposed to forget like literally everything okay. i mean like if it was transformers where i'm I, i'm told to do that every time right i, yeah. would, I would get that but everything uh-huh. else i've seen of saw is like well do you remember all the other stuff that happened why it all matters so much and all this stuff all that matters actually but this one it doesn't ah no it doesn't this time uh so whatever, I, I get why people like it. I I, I do appreciate more Tobin Bell. Uh, yeah. I like the man quite a bit. I will say an hour and 58 minutes is a little
0: criminal. Uh, it's a bit much. It's a bit a much criminal. for a Saw movie. Uh, it's a, well, I, here's what's interesting, though, and I totally agree with you, but the reason why it is that length is because it's kind of an almost like perfectly two-part like two short films in one in a way, right? Because yeah, like yeah. the f- the the first like hour almost is him like, you know, in like a grief group and then he hears word of this mystery cure. Then he's down yeah. there. Then, yeah, yeah. then it's happening to him and, th- and then he finds out he got fleeced and all that stuff. And then the Saw movie happens like after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, it, it should still not be pushing two hours. I'll give I- you that.
2: I mean, but that like that only presses more to me like I'm spending so much time with John Kramer and I have to for this movie to work the way it's saying it is. I have to forget what I've seen of John Kramer completely and for a big chunk of time, like when he gets finally gets to the sawing and everything
0: like, yes, kills are not so bad. Uh, There are uh, dude. It doesn't happen to me often because I've seen my fair share of horrors. But sure. uh I definitely had my hand over my eyes at oh, really? one. I and I was like peeking, you know. I was like which, eh. which which victim
2: uh can you tell me or Uh the cab driver. The cab driver. Okay, yeah, that was pretty bad.
0: It was uh, pretty bad. Actually, there were uh no, I didn't put my hand over my eye for the first woman in the game, but that one the leg. That was tough. Yeah, That, that was, tough. was I mean, it is a stupendously violent movie uh it's it's not doing the and like that's the one thing
2: again like you can give it these little tiny credits because like they had to give you some variety eventually like you can't just keep doing the thing you were doing right like it was having diminishing returns and this one seems to be doing much better both critically and at the box office Yeah. Uh, yeah like i i think that was a smart move but like You have to watch her do, like, the thing, I mean, people who haven't seen it, like, the thing that happens with their leg, you have to watch it, whereas you used to be, like, uh, you'd watch a little bit of it, and then, like, you watch her scream, and the camera goes like this a bunch, yeah, Uh, and then, like, you're not really seeing the thing. This time, you're seeing it uh, pretty all the way through. You know, Uh,
0: it's interesting, and I think part of why that's happening is because they've dropped all of the you wouldn't steal a car. Would you aesthetic that this Uh, movie has like the, the early aughts, like bad music video shaky cam kind of shit. Like that's all gone. And it's just like, you're just watching it go down and it's pretty righteous. I mean, another, I think maybe, um, franchise first, there is one kill that happens, uh, and it turns out to be a dream sequence, which was weird. Yeah. Or like not <laughs> a dream a sequence, but like a, a John Kramer yeah. fantasy, like he, a daydream that he, so has. he has. Like Krueger. Huh? He well he he sees someone like thinking about doing something shitty, and he has. And then it cuts to like this guy in a trap, <laughs> and the trap goes horribly. And you think like he just literally picked this dude up off the street and did it. But then like he wakes up and he's like, oh, that would have been a good idea. But like <laughs> oh, been, he doesn't thinking, go through with
1: it. I'm thinking about sawing people.
0: Yeah, dude. Oh, you definitely get a little. Better he's not. Got a saw, he's got a saw sketchbook at one point. I'm going to get like, lunch instead, instead of
1: sawing them right now. Yeah.
0: You know what? to take a cup of coffee <laughs> and then I'll come back and think about it again. Yeah. Uh, really someone uh, rose in the chat asks uh, if there's any door bops on this one. As a matter of fact, there is a door bop in the All movie. Right. I couldn't even believe it. Oh I uh, Jim Callahan.
1: About, I forgot about Doorbop. Sorry, oh, yeah. but I just remembered what that means. And wow, that's that's a highlight of the franchise.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jim Callahan asked, could you go into Saw X Cold if the last one you viewed was part three? Yeah, pretty much. You're, yeah. You're going you're to miss like one little reference at the end, but whatever. Uh, someone else who saw the movie does point out correctly a knock against the movie for sure. They're definitely doing the piss yellow we're in Mexico camera filter. Oof. And, you know, I will say this. We're still suffering from that. Thanks for nothing, Steven (laughs) Soderbergh. Traffic was like the first instance where that was really laid on super thick. Like that I I, have a memory of anyway.
2: Sure, but I don't think Soderbergh meant it as piss. He was like, it's the sun baking you all the time Mm. was, I think, what he was going for. Sure, people have taken it off to their own things,
0: but I don't think think anyone is saying I'm doing this because it looks like piss. It's. just... I think that's how
2: people are. I, I honestly would believe <laughs> that it's so filthy and disgusting that I kind of think like I don't think what el- I don't know what else it would like signify other than grossness, something gross.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is supposed to be like yeah, burnt, you know, sun drenched, nasty, whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Anyway, so listen, I would say, folks if you have even remotely been a fan of these movies, I found this to be kind of an interesting direction shift for it. Uh, and I, I, it's a, it's a light recommend. Oh God. Ooh. Oh God. Oh, oh God. <laughs> uh, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, all right. So moving on to uh, a completely speaking of shift in gears here, uh, completely different gear. Our coverage of the yeah. New York film festival, uh, continues this week. um, a lot of stuff uh, that's that's come out. Uh, let's see, get my little thing changed here. All right, so let's see. First one, I think I might have been the only one to see this. The new one from Aki I Fallen thought Fallen Leaves. Oh, did you see it? Oh, good. Yeah, okay. yeah I was there
2: for that. Yeah. All right. I was,
0: yeah, no, it was, it was super cool to see a new movie of his. Uh, what? I'll let you go first on this one then, Chris. What did you think of it?
2: I mean, I love it. I mean, I just, I mean... Aki Kurazumaki has been making in a lot. I mean, his style is so specific yeah, uh, and it's been this way for as long as I've been watching him. Um, So like, it's, it's great to see it just refined and doing little things differently. Like this actually feels like more akin to his earlier work. Whereas um, his last two, uh, the Hav and uh, of the other side of hope, I think is the other one.
0: Yes, which uh, I did not see. Lavra is one uh, that I, I did like, but it's it's his stuff, but just a little more on the serious side. Like, it's the yes. same style, but because also so it's, it's like dealing with a much more serious issue. Well, yeah. Whatever. Both those movies are dealing with immigration, uh, speci-
2: speci- specifically in Europe. Uh, uh-huh. And this one is much more back to like, uh, you know, social, local issues. It's about work uh, and about like, feeling like you're doing something or not. Like uh, mm-hmm. there's radio uh, broadcasts that talk about Ukraine. And re- I, I love that he is like trying to keep it synced in reality in a way yes. because yeah. everything else looks a little fake in a way.
0: Um, but because like, if, I- if folks, if you're, if you're unfamiliar with what uh, Aki's style is like, it's like the most flat dead pan, like, jim jarmusch times a hundred i mean it's no surprise that the two characters in this movie go to the cinema at one point and they're literally watching the dead don't die um (laughs) you know it's like it is because it was kind of funny because watching this movie before they went to the theater i i had a thought of like the last time i saw something this dry and this funny was the dead don't die and then that the movie's featured in the movie i couldn't believe it
1: yeah, um, that's actually one of the Jarmishes that didn't really work for me so that's is that right yeah too like too <laughs> flat or what do you think was the beef there maybe honestly too too flat and too fantastical at times I think uh-huh. even though it was right. filmed right around where I grew up I thought that was pretty funny though
0: oh that's cool I mean, uh did you like notice any landmarks when you watched it or <sighs>
1: yeah I think the diner
0: oh really oh that's yeah. kind of a oh, cool. big pop diner yeah yeah I'm, I'm surprised um, a, little bit, a little bit by that,
2: Eric, because I know your boy Sturgill's in it.
1: Yeah, well, he's been in a lot of shit lately. He's been, he's hey, been Aspenied, doing, he's right? been doing yeah. it. He's been doing it, man. He's going to be in what Flower Moon as well, right?
2: Flower Moon, and I think he's in the Bike Riders too. To, uh, I'm not sure about that, but I know Killers of Flower
1: Moon. For Holy sure. crow, he's in the Creator. Oh really? <laughs> Wait, you, are you talking about Sturgill Simpson?
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh really? Yeah. He's yeah. also
1: he had a pretty good a few episodes on uh, The Righteous Gemstones this year. Um, yeah, he's. You're talking little, about
0: like he's he's acting instead. Yeah, stuff, he's an actor oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's cool. I didn't know that. He's also he's great live too, folks. If you ever if he's ever coming to your town, uh, he's yeah, good good, uh, good act to see.
0: Mm. Um. So yeah, real quick, like the synopsis of this movie: uh, a guy uh who is an immigrant, uh working like various construction jobs or whatever, meets a a woman who's also like just as lonely as he is, um uh after a night of karaoke. And it's like a, a misconnection. Like he loses the number. They try like getting together and stuff. And it is just like, it's very funny. Um, you know, in that kind of, you have to really be ready for the deadpanness of it all. Cause it's it's cranked up folks it's supremely deadpan uh but it's also like so beautifully sweet and i i don't want to spoil the the end of the movie but the last line like the button on it uh about what what the dog's name is it is so it's like when they tell you what the name is it totally encapsulates the like romance vibe of this movie yes you know absolutely. what i mean uh yep. i it's, Because it like it's it references a certain director and that kind of like brings everything together. Uh I just I thought it was incredibly beautiful. It's shot so gorgeously. He's still shooting on film. I think this this looked like Super 16, maybe. Um just really great. And yeah, I mean, I love the anchoring it in an actual reality by just having her listening to news broadcasts, and it's all it's talking about is it seems to have been starting like this movie takes place right when the war was starting, like right when yeah. the invasion of Ukraine uh, like first started. But um, mm-hmm. this one is out. Uh, it'll probably be fairly limited uh, on 1117 from Mubi. Uh, man, those folks, some of the best in the game these days. They uh, these folks good. are really jumping up, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so look for this one around your, your local art houses and stuff, and then it will be, uh, of course, probably streaming on movie. By the way, as we're changing that.
1: gears here, I see mm-hmm. uh, Bjornar in the chat <clears throat> asking, has anyone seen White Star from 1983? You're referencing the Roland Click movie. It is fantastic. If you can find it, I do recommend it. So yes, I have seen that movie. Uh, the, with Dennis Hopper. Yes, the Dennis yes. Hopper movie. Wasn't there? A,
0: am I? Th- oh no, am I it, thinking of a different Dennis Hopper movie that just got a Blu-ray release out if of the did. blue? Is what you're probably thinking of. Yep. Yep. Sorry, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking of.
1: Sadly, I don't think it's on uh, Blu-ray yet, but it should be. Uh, Spectacle Theater in New York and Brooklyn has played it a few times. Uh, mm-hmm. So keep your peepers peeled.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. So that one's done. Uh, unless you had any other final thoughts there on uh, Fallen Leaves, Chris. No, no, no. No, okay. Uh, this one, fresh from uh, seeing it this morning, the new one uh, from Alice Rollwalker, uh, oh, La yeah. Chimera. Uh, this one is out TBD uh, from Neon at some point. Um, this I just thought was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, I've, I liked Happy as Lazaro. Uh, which I think was at the festival wow. a few years back. Um, yeah. Just a really, really solid movie. But um, this was just, oh man, I don't know. It's it's It was a Today screening, so it's still like digesting in, in my noodle a little bit. But like, sure. it's just a really fucking beautiful movie. You know what I mean? Like I love, there's like some magical realism points in it, uh, which is always super great. I'm um, a sucker for that stuff. Just really sweet performances. This dude Josh O'Connor, who I guess is on The Crown, he's um, great. I, yeah. I like
2: him a lot. he's been around for a little bit, but yeah i I haven't even watched him on The Crown. I've seen him somewhere else, but
0: uh, yeah, I hear uh-huh. he's big on The Crown. I was just really impressed with him because I didn't, I don't know this dude, and he just starts like going off, like spitting in Italian, and then all of a sudden he starts speaking English with an English accent. And I was like, what is going on? Um, so I had no idea who he was as an actor, but um, you plot summary. This one, you give this, a, sh- you give this well, a shot as best you can. I
2: mean, to me, this is a capital C capital B, uh, P crowd pleaser. This is yeah. in the, in the 99, 2000, 2001 era where like you would have these big fucking foreign crossover hits, these humongous mm-hmm. movies. That is, this would have done so fucking well because uh, uh, Alice Rohaker, uh, I'm sure I'm butchering the name. Uh, sh- she is an, uh one of the best directors in Italy, I think. And this mm-hmm. calls on a long tradition of like uh, Italian comedies or dramatic comedies or comedic dramas, however you want to say it, right? Uh, about like a bunch of scoundrels. Uh, Yes. And like yeah. Th- and like I thought of Big Deal on Madonna Street. I thought about all those and it's a movie that is uh kind of critiquing those movies while also like uh, embodying what's fun about them. Um it is it's about a bunch of grave robbers. Uh is essentially the idea and uh you know there's ins on that. You know there's a a a a dead girlfriend. Uh there's family stuff Isabella Rossellini wonderful as always to see her. Um, there isn't like much more to I mean like it is just about these this gang of grave robbers uh, the main character Arthur has just come back from somewhere I don't know where from exactly uh, I forget that but that's the, essentially the setup uh, lovely movie uh, really just incredible you should see it at, at, at any cost
1: hey are we back Yes.
0: Oh,
2: you were gone. Oh, you frozen? I didn't. I see. You uh, yeah, frozen. I
1: didn't notice you. You froze. I guess I had no. Yeah, I was idea. Just, oh, oh, is that right? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, uh, Chris had just uh, finished uh, summarizing what seems like a hot little picture.
2: Oh yeah. Man. <laughs> well, you would like
1: this, Eric. You would very much like this. Well, shit. And now I'm. I'm bummed. <laughs> I literally
0: missed. Everything that of what is you said. wild.
1: No, normally I'm the one with the internet problems, folks,
0: dude. And I'm fucking plugged in. I'm not even yeah. on Wi-Fi, And this thing was like your connections, bad. I don't know what mm. the hell was going on. There I was, there was three black screens here with just
1: little things swirling. Jesus, like man, it seems I like was, your computer's up to poor things. Yes.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, man. I mean, I just I, was, yeah, I, I explained it as just like a a, a a movie about grave robbers, Arthur coming back and joining yeah. them up again. I mean, yes. it, I, I do think it's one of those movies you can just walk into. It's not like happy as uh, Lazaro is like. I could see someone like getting confused by that movie by it, it takes a lot yeah. of major leaps. Uh, yeah, this one is not that this one is less ambitious on that front. But just as winning to me I, I I really liked it a lot,
0: another good uh entry point for her is uh the wonders about the the family of beekeepers. that was a, a movie, movie. before Lazaro um yeah, I mean, your whole scoundrel thing, yeah, just like grody people who are like nice and up to no good, you know it's just. It's an incredibly charming fucking movie. Um, And I was really... It was a real, like, am I going to make this this morning or am I just going to see the afternoon movie? And I was so glad that I saw it. And I'm so glad that Neon has it. That's, you know, that's two for them now in this festival. This and Anatomy of a Fall. Uh, So they are going Mm. to have a really interesting year. I'm wondering... I would assume this goes to qualify for international feature, but you know who knows? Who knows what? Everybody's not. I'm very
1: disappointed I missed it today, but I will definitely check it out once it's released. Uh, so speaking of poor things, Eric, that's uh
0: (laughs) next on the docket here—the new (laughs) one from Yorgos Lanthimos. Uh, This is out. Wild uh,
1: movie, man. I mean, I think I might like it. The more distance I get from it, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Wow, yeah. Oof. I mean to summarize this one. I guess it's uh, <clears throat> it's sort of a sexy riff on Frankenstein.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like if uh, Boris Karloff was wandering around that whole movie, just getting railed constantly. Yes,
1: yes. Quite like if and if you if you're one of these people like us that are like, oh where when are sex scenes coming back to the movies? We we got some for you. I think it's it, the uh, entire runtime,
0: dude. Yeah, it's like he was <laughs> Yorgos was making up for lost time.
1: And a beautiful uh you know, the way it's just made like this the set design. I mean, I'm sure yes. there's some that's um CG and all that, but it's very fantastical. Kind of gives you a little bit of like vibes of like Tim Burton or Guillermo del Toro, but a yes. little a little different than that as well.
0: A little fancier than those guys yes. get. You know, yes. there's something a little fancy about it. Um but What's great is because of the fantastical nature of it, it allows, like, when they do have to go CG um, for mainly, like, wider sort of landscapey, ocean set kind of shots, um, the fantastical nature of it, like, helps it, you know? It yes. doesn't need to look realistic, right? So, yeah, long and short of it, um, Willem Dafoe plays a scientist who uh, resurrects uh, Emma Stone from the dead Uh, And the whole thing is, it's the adult's body, uh, but with a baby brain. So it's, uh, she is like growing up and learning, but is a full-size adult the entire time. So it's weird. And uh, so the great Rami Youssef plays uh, a doctor who's studying with Defoe, who Defoe hires to like keep notes on her and keep track of her and everything. And then, uh, well, he's sort of like falling for her and they have this weird relationship in comes the dastardly Mark Ruffalo and sort what, of takes her off on this journey. And that's the movie. Ruffalo.
1: What a performance.
0: Yes. dude. Holy
1: fucking God. We, he's like a, a foppish, like a uh, lawyer, but very much a dastard. Oh and, yeah. He's uh, a, he's
0: a ne'er do well dude. Absolutely. Yes.
1: And uh it's great to see what a, what a year for him. And uh, also with the uh, Oppenheimer, uh, RDJ, another, Another escapee from the MCU. Um, yes, yeah, seriously. It's great to dude, see them fucking really swinging for it and doing something.
0: Just like really doing things in movies, right? And also, you know, we're sort of burying the lead here, but Emma Stone is fucking great in this yeah. movie. I mean, it is a real deal performance from her. Um, right. I've, the, always, I've
1: always liked her. Let's, let's help the internet right now for this Emma Stone the performance. of Mr. Skin, okay, you can start. It's, it's the entire <laughs> runtime. <laughs> Mm. yes there is
0: there is indeed quite a bit of Emma Stone there's also some uh, Mark Buffalo going on Uh, (laughs) you see that guy's took us a a few times actually yeah,
1: yeah. with all the vigorous jumping yeah
0: (laughs) in jokes from the movie Um, yeah no I mean it's I don't know I'll say this I don't know where this lands on like me ranking Yorgo's filmography um I probably have to sit with it a little longer, but it's weird because it has, it has like vibes from like various Yorgos movies. Like there is a little bit of um, dog tooth to it. There is a little bit of the favorite to it. Um,
1: Right. This might be the funniest one. I don't think it's my favorite, but it is, uh, it's quite a picture. I will say that. I do think I need to sit with it longer. I think the favorite might be my favorite. But yeah,
0: yeah. It's um, it is certainly worth checking out. It is certainly original, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, as far as like the stagnation of us having to talk about fucking Expendables four, you know, uh, and and Saw X and whatnot. It is a refreshing. Uh,
1: you you know, know, I just realized it also sort of He's reminds me a little bit of um, Adventures of Baron of von uh, Moonchauzen. Uh, oh, sure. It's it's yep. quite fantastical.
0: Yeah. Um, so this is out. I don't know what they're doing with it, but it's out 12 8 from Searchlight. Uh, I think on this one, wide would kind of be a mistake. Like maybe platform it a week and see what happens. Because um, it's also like, I can see here's what's going to be interesting. All the like, like grampy audience, like all the blue hairs and yeah. the, the blue mustache Ooh, fellas and the stuff. Dead that, don't uh, die, yeah. <laughs> That uh, first came to Yorgos Lanthimos through The Favorite, right? Which is like arguably his most reserved movie in a lot of ways, Um, like content wise specifically. But like, so then it's going to be like, oh, from the director of The Favorite. Oh, Morris, he did The (laughs) The Favorite. We saw that. And then like they go to this movie. And whoa, oh, what a fucking wake up call that's going to be for these! You people. might be
1: onto something here because when I saw the favorite, I saw it at a smaller uh, movie theater, and there was a ton of blue hairs there. And then they came and they came out in the front, like the people that ran the theater, and were like, "Due to everyone here really wanting it, we're going to play the movie with closed captioning." So <laughs> oh, I'm like reading lines before they're said, and it was kind ooh, of a terrible. It was out experience. of sync? That's awful. Yeah.
0: I hate when uh, subtitles are out of sync. But like, yeah, especially like you know indie theaters. Yeah, uh, get your fucking refund ticket roll ready. Get get ready to give out your red <laughs> tickets. And luckily, I think,
1: this theater yeah. I'm talking about already went out of business. So
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go, dude. One down. One less uh, theater to have to worry about this. Um. So yeah, we'll see. It's uh, something I definitely want to revisit at some point for many reasons, one of which, uh, here, you know what? I'm going to put this back up because I'm about to go off on a rant. Here we go. Here's something. The oh, first, boy. like, 45 minutes of this movie was fucking ruined for me. You want to know why it was ruined for oh, me? Here we go. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to fucking say it on the air, just Oh, I cabin. know why. Yeah, yo, you know. You know. Go. I, I know. I heard it. This. <laughs> All right, so I take my seat, you know? And the seat next to me, well, there's a, a bag. Someone's saving a spot there. Hey, that's totally fine. And there's a, Why well, notice what's that? A humongous, like, jug of what appears to be soup. And this was, like, in the middle of the, you know, in the middle of the screenings. It's kind of like there was extra time. Like, it was a lunch break time. Everybody go to the cafeteria or whatever. So I kind of forget about it. Dude comes and sits down. Movie starts precisely when the lights go down at the exact same time, it's getting dark in the auditorium. This guy takes the cover off this totally full, like quart Mm -hmm. of soup. Now I think it's important to, to stop for a second and say, I got a sense of smell like fucking Wolverine. Okay. I can really easily smell stuff. So when I'm like in the belly of the beast, with, like, a thing of hot soup. It's not good. And this <laughs> dude is eating, like, a crab bisque. <laughs> crab bisque in a fucking movie theater.
1: You can't, um, and especially with the, I mean, these are press screenings, and f- film critics are nasty, despicable people, and they do things <laughs> the like truth. this. But it's like, the truth. the have some respect for the audience. Have some respect yeah. for yourself. and don't crack soup in a crowded theater whoa whoa whoa.
2: self-respect amongst film critics no sir don't (laughs) you start playing games here eric no sir absolutely Mm. not
0: and you know eric you're 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 joshing but that was the other part of it not only did this thing stink to high heaven it was every few seconds you're slurping soup while poor things is playing so like Mark Ruffalo is just banging Emma Stone's brains out. And I got <laughs> going. It, it was so fucked. And the whole time I was like, finish it. Just finish it. And I was, yeah. at, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, clearly at some point he's going to get full and just have to put it away. This dude housed the entire thing oh,
1: 45 that? minutes. He's taking out another suit. <laughs>
0: oh, dude, I would have died. I or oh, I would have just salad went home. too. Wow, a Greek <laughs> salad. Okay. Oh, oh, here's your fucking ten ounce ribeye. Like, and he's mixing <laughs> them all shit. in the soup. <laughs> oh, chugging it. He's just drinking it now, dude. There was a end of the end of the meal lift, Sure. just to get every last bisky mm-hmm. drop out. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So sorry, I had to get that off my chest. No, just course, inappropriate. Life. Auditorium behavior, folks. I'm Just like we're trying to live in a society, as George Costanza would say. Uh, now, yeah. all right, uh, Eric. I know you were bumming to miss this one today. I uh, was. Uh, Chris yes, and I,
1: my life was in disarray <laughs> this morning, so I couldn't oh. make it out. But here we go. Hitman. Hell yeah! Richard Linklater's third now
0: uh, collaboration with Glenn Powell, I believe. Um, yeah, because everybody wants some Powell Ten and a Half, and now this. I didn't know he was in the and half, but that's good. That, He's, uh, yeah, he voices uh, one of the, like, FBI guys, I think. Okay. Um, Which I love that movie. Uh, that was, movie. I saw that at South by before uh, Netflix buried it in the ground like a fucking Italian grave robber. Um, it comes
2: again. They're going to do it again, baby. I know,
0: dude. And I, <laughs> let me, can I tell you something? I literally didn't know that Netflix had this movie until the Tadum logo came up this afternoon. Uh, and I was like, motherfucker. Like, and this is the exact kind of Netflix movie that will just fall comfortably through the cracks. And that would be unfortunate because boy, do I think that this movie's funny and a hell of a fucking performance from Glenn Powell. My God. Oh, it's a great movie. I, I really do think. I think the lightness
2: is under is underselling it for a lot of people. It's a really great movie. It's uh, I, I thought about out of sight a lot. I thought about sure uh a, a few. I mean, like Glenn Powell definitely is the star performance, and I think there's a genuine. He I think he co wrote the script as well. He did, uh, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, uh, and it, it actually has some pretty interesting moral quandaries in it that usually are kind of like left, like not said or kind of like and like I'm all for a subtext remaining subtext. But like sometimes mm-hmm. I feel a lot of this stuff is just so blatant. This does a nice middle of the road. They're talking about the ideas, but they're not being like, oh, my God, listen to me about it. They're like, yeah, there's there's like
0: zero. bar. <laughs> Yeah, zero pontification in the movie. Yeah. There's no soapboxing. Um, it just kind of lets you, it lays it all out there and you kind of interpret it how you're going to. Uh, I will say also Adria Arjona, who you might know from yeah. uh <laughs> Morbius and the dreadful father of the bride uh from the other year. And she's also an Andor. Um she's oh, yeah. uh what's her character? Bix. Oh, yeah, yeah. From the yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um she is the supporting uh, uh co-lead or whatever and uh, sh- she's really great it is like so hysterically funny um I-, I know a lot of people aren't crazy about this but it does have some vibes of bernie uh speaking of link later movies bet. oh yeah um but like it-, it can't be understated i think uh glenn powell like for all the talk about like oh maverick was a real starter turn for him and like i think as far as like yeah, as, as like a movie star kind of thing, sure. But this movie is a real showcase of like, this dude can also act. And like, he's very funny. I mean, I, I knew he was funny from Everybody Wants Some, um, which totally, speaking of underrated Linklater Ooh, movies. Great movie. Uh, great movie. Um, and the other guy, the, uh, the other cop, the redheaded guy was also in Everybody Wants Some. Yes. The scumbag yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, he so, so that have. was cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and another great supporting turn, Reda. Uh, from Parks and Rec. Very good. Oh my God, really, really funny. Um, yeah, it's just that reminder of like, hot damn, you know, Richard Linklater. He can make all the movies. Like he, he can do make whatever. all kinds of movies, you know. Um, but yeah, the lightness of this is great. It's not too. Um, oh, you know, another uh, one I was kind of thinking of. It's got a sort of similarish vibe. Is um, oh Lord, now the John Cusack mini driver movie, Dan Aykroyd. North, North Blank. Yes. It's also got that yeah. kind oh, of cool. a vibe yeah, to yeah. it. Um
1: That's a good movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love but movie. like
0: less violent than that, but it has that same kind of like it's crime-related stuff. You know, it's like people hiring. Like to quick uh, rundown of what it's about. Like he plays a guy who is a college professor who also for extra money helps the police department like monitor uh people on like stings for like arresting people for hiring hitmen basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so one day like the guy who plays the fake hitman in these stings can't do it. So Glenn Powell has to step in and it turns out he's really good at it. And like the movie goes from there and like, he just, he's in so many different modes in this movie. He looks different in, because one of the funny things is like he's wearing disguises, like as he's (laughs) doing these different hitmen and like, it's just, it's so charming. It's so funny, but just with just enough like darkness to it where you're like, oh, this is like, you know, I wouldn't call it like a black comedy, but it definitely, definitely has its moments.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I, but it is, I, I think it is, it's a comedy. Like the, yes. it's, yes. The, the vibes are almost all good. Uh, yeah. Even though it, it, it does walk into some dark corners. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was really impressed, really impressed with this.
0: And uh, cool, like, on-location New Orleans stuff yeah. here and there, which is pretty sweet. A lot of cool, like, bar signs and, and whatnot. Um, it's definitely a movie, like, I wanted to have a beer during. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's kind of like every Linklater movie in one way It's kind of every
1: movie for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Linklater's just got some real beer-drinking vibes.
2: Yeah, um, I, 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 I should stuff. say... I don't think that was a good move during the zone of interest screening. You popping oh, it right well, there. Well,
1: <laughs> hey, 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 Chris, I was respectful. I had a German lager.
2: Oh, look, man. Look, a Bitburger <laughs> is just not right for this time, Eric. I just don't think it's good.
1: Uh, you know what? You're right. Uh, maybe I, I, I shouldn't have had the lager. I shouldn't have had the Kolsch. I shouldn't have had the Pilsner. I should have had an Oktoberfest, given go. what Ooh. time of year it is.
0: Yes. Yeah, you know. I was going to have an Oktoberfest on the air uh, as a nice juicy beverage this evening, but it was like 75 today. Like all of a sudden it's not Oktoberfest drinking weather.
1: Supposed to be 80 tomorrow. So strap. Yay. That sucks. That fucking sucks. Anyway,
0: um, I, you know, we're going to do our, our damnedest here on this show to like plug when this movie comes out, because like, It'll be in select theaters, which means nothing, nowhere. It'll play the Paris, and that's it. Um, and then it'll just, like, quietly fart onto the platform and never to be seen again. So yep. uh, this is... It's a huge recommend. Huge, huge recommend for Rick Linklater's Hitman. Um This next one, uh, this was a Just Me. Um, another huge recommend, but for completely different reasons. Uh, Raven Jackson's All Dirt Roads, uh, Taste of Salt. Uh this is another one from a two four that they're putting out eleven uh, three um I would guess probably a smaller release to start, but uh no confirmation on that this movie this is a like capital a capital F art film um mm-hmm. this is like the totally like other side of what cinema can do from hitman you know what i mean um just like a truly beautiful fucking movie top to bottom from frame one. Um, but I will say it is, it is a very unconventional movie. It basically follows a, a young woman growing up in uh, rural Mississippi, I think. Let me just, uh, double check that really yes, quickly. You are correct. Mississippi. Sir. Um, and it's like different points in her life and, you know, various, uh, big moments in her life throughout like, I think at least like three time periods. um, And it is so unconventionally shot. Most of it is, like, extreme close-ups of hands and feet and, you know, faces. Um, Very few wide shots in the movie. Uh, And also, not much dialogue uh, whatsoever. Um, I would Mm -hmm. say, like, totally tops maybe 25 lines of dialogue. Mm -hmm. uh, Something like that, maybe. Um, It's... It's not an easy movie if you don't if you're not like geared up for what you're about to watch. So that's why I'm kind of like putting this all out there because uh, I think I said this last week. I am a like just tell me who directed it, who has it, what the title is. A lot of the time, I just like going in cold, like especially in in festival season because yeah. um, sometimes you just find great stuff. So I don't super closely read like copy a lot of the time, and like in the copy you know, on Lincoln center's website, like it explains what you're about to watch. And the like the speed, the mode that it's in. Um, and I was unaware of that. So I went in and I was like, Oh fuck. Like it was a, it was like my brain was saying like, you understand that this is good, but you're not at the energy level or like the mental preparedness for it. Um, and it's affecting you negatively watching the movie. And I had to like, I gave myself like a little mental pep talk in the theater. I was like, no, Sit up. This is what this movie's doing. This is the key that it's in. You fucking meet it there and you watch this movie. And I was so glad that I did because it's so powerful. It's so incredible. This is a feature fucking debut uh, from Raven Jackson. So certainly a talent to watch. It's incredible that A24 would put this out. I mean, because this you are putting this out because you want people to see this movie. You want people to have the opportunity to see this movie. You're not thinking like, it's going to make X amount of money because it's not a box office movie. It's a piece of art uh, that people should experience. And the dad in the movie is Chris Chalk from, uh, um, oh man, uh, the uh, Matthew Reese HBO program that just got canceled. Perry Mason. Oh, Here, Perry oh, Mason. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Chalk's on Perry Mason. I, I think got it when you season. said it. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a marvelous actor, uh, oh, yeah. and he's, he's in the movie. He plays the father. Um, yeah, right. really, really hardcore recommend uh, for Raven Jackson's All Dirt Road's Taste of Salt. Keep your eyes uh, peeled for that one, folks. All right. Final one of the evening, and this is all three of us saw it. We can all weigh in on it. Uh, right. The new one, from Todd Haynes, which was the opening night selection for the festival, May, December, which will hot dog? It's just another Netflix movie. Netflix <laughs> yeah, are we all happy?
2: Aren't we all happy to hear that? No. I will say one thing. I'm gonna, I, we should talk of film critics a lot and they deserve a lot of it. Today, when the Netflix thing came up for Hitman, one person clapped and it was audibly everybody else in the auditorium was like, oh, will you stop? Like, <laughs> yep. very yep. clearly was just like, oh, come on, man. I
0: don't wow. know if that was like a Netflix, like PR person or what, but everybody yeah. through vibes only, no one said yeah. anything, but through yeah. vibes only, the auditorium collectively went, shut the fuck up. Yeah, don't <laughs> do like it. that was like the douche chill that's like cascaded through the auditorium. It was stupendous. Yeah, um, great.
1: cause yeah, I As mean, this is movie. another
0: one. What's that? As was this movie. I, I yeah, no. It yeah. This is a watch. very
1: so
0: great to watch.
1: It's a very good movie, yeah. Uh, Eric
0: Siska, why don't you yes. uh, do a little capsule
1: summary? Okay, well, it's about a... Uh, it's uh, Natalie Portman plays a uh, celebrity... Well, cele- an actress, a famous actress, who heads on down to Savannah, Georgia, to uh, sort of shadow Gracie, played by Julianne Moore, who is a lady... Who uh, went to jail for uh, fucking a twelve-year-old in a pet <laughs> shop? And uh, it's sort of about like she's so because Natalie Portman's going to play her in a movie, so it's yes. sort of shadowing her to to understand it and just her like dropping in on their lives, and you get to see the dynamic of these people. It is uh, fascinating. It is funny, and it is and it is f- interesting, really. Yeah, it's.
0: Uh, I should say it's. It's loosely based on the Mary Kay Letourneau uh, story of the same thing. Uh, wound up marrying this super young kid, having his baby in jail, like that whole thing. That's the story that it's based on. Um, the campitude is cranked. This is a Todd Haynes motion picture uh, in the best way as far as that goes. It's. It's so funny. It is. Um, it is really funny. And like sometimes like nastily so like there are some cutting moments in this movie that you're just like, holy shit, that was rough, but totally true. You know, I'm thinking oh, yeah. of one Natalie Portman line in particular that I don't uh, want to say because it is kind of a a little bit of a spoiler, but it is a really like I was like, whoa, that's harsh. Yeah, and I feel
1: like, like I'm almost said too much because I, I went in completely cold and it just it surpassed expectations, you know.
0: Oh yeah, it, I
2: think it is one of his. I honestly think it's one of his best movies. Uh, it's layered in ways. Like it's not as careful as something like Carol. And I kind of, as much as I love Carol, I like that it's not so careful and not so mm-hmm. pointed. Uh, it, it's it's got that trashy vibe to it, but it just looks incredible. Uh, like most Haynes movies, uh, I, I think all the tension is there. Like, uh, what's his uh, what's his name? The hu- uh, the the young guy, the husband. Uh,
0: oh charles melton is that his name yes uh, it uh, is yeah good
2: that kid he, I, and i, he's been in a I lot, only knew too. he's been in a bunch and i just never paid it to, I, he was like oh that man is very handsome and then like everything else like "eh." like i didn't really care for him but th- he's fucking great
1: he is yeah really good in this yeah he, he's sort of infantile. he's a riverdale kid yeah he oh really okay. yeah he was on riverdale um, he was in uh, Bad Boys for Life apparently I don't remember yeah. why.
0: I remember him from but, I think uh, he's. is he one of the like kid power team in the
1: movie well his character name is Rafe so I'm going to say yes <laughs> <laughs> sounds right to me um, there, there was some yeah. teen
2: romance with him and the eldest daughter from Blackish that uh, I know came out and I just never watched uh-huh. uh, but that was uh, an attempt to put him in movies this is a much better attempt, I will say. This is yeah. he's really, really good.
1: Knockable. He is he is good, and his character is the you know the uh, he's the, now the adult that was uh, that hooked up with Gracie in this pet shop, and ha- and they had a family together, and it's just very. Fa- he does a great job of like showing what it's like because he sort of has this arrested development in a way, and his his children who are going off to college kind of are more grown up than he is and it's there's a lot of interesting
0: mediation
1: yeah. on on how you could potentially get stunted in life i guess
0: yeah. oh yeah when you miss Absolutely. your entire like you know adolescence when you spend yeah yeah you
1: you have children at like 13 like yeah i mean it's yeah. gonna be a little different
0: it's gonna be a little different, different. and also really. like that also plays into uh i don't think we've Men i don't think we've said this word yet but it is also very much like a psycho drama like there is some weird what? head game shit in this movie and like the campiness of some of the performances plays into that like and the music
1: cues yes Ooh, the music
0: yeah. cues are oh they're Eight. so beautiful every one of them funnier than the last and like intentionally so this wasn't like yeah. the audience turned on the movie or something like you're supposed to be laughing at all of this um And it is just so well done because it's like it manages to live in those two spaces at the same time. It is this funny camp psychodrama thing. But then it is also like, and especially through like Charles Melton's performance and his whole relationship with everyone else in the movie. It is just some real deal like, oof, that sometimes happens and that's unfortunate and like, look. At Like this real person that's totally destroyed from this whole experience. Um, So it's also like very heavy at the other end of it. And the two play well together. That doesn't feel like either either mode is stepping on the other's foot. Right. It's got a great Um,
1: balance to it. Yes. You needed a master like Todd to be at the reins to achieve that. I think this is one of my favorite of the year.
0: Yeah, 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 no, it, it is one hundred percent up there, me. Up there uh, with me as well. And this is uh yeah, eleven seventeen. They will do some sort of theatrical thing, uh because this'll this'll be an Oscar movie for them, uh oh, yeah. for sure. I mean uh what was the other yeah, like Link Later, no. That uh I forgot to say that Powell, the, maybe but maybe no, but like Hitman uh, to go through all of that just for that single element probably not i would say that probably doesn't come out until next year it still could be this year but they're going to be focusing on things like like may december um and yeah like in their endless search for oscar or whatever maybe this will be the one because uh todd haynes makes great movies and he's made another great one uh, i think this is probably his best narrative since um carol um, um, definitely better than wonderstruck I you know I didn't see it. Me it just either. looked good. real bad. You said it's it was good. good. It's really? good.
2: It's just not. I mean, it's. I mean, it. It's. It's not this, but it. It's good. It's a good movie. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, I'll go back to that. It. It looked a little too much like kid shit. No, it's. It's no? pretty weird. I mean, there is oh, okay. kids in it,
2: and it follows kids. Yeah. but it's about bigger things than
0: that. Got it. Oh, you know who's in uh, May December for like one scene? Remember. Uh, the annoying buddy in that first uh, David Gordon Green Halloween that gets like horrendously murdered. <laughs> He's kind of like little Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. He's the kid in that acting class scene. That's like, hey, what's it like yeah, to do yeah. spec scene? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that hey. was that guy. Drew Scheid is that kid. Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: Congratulations, Drew.
0: <laughs> Great at being hateable. Incredible. Uh, yeah, he's a piece of shit, annoying presence in both movies. Uh, but that's gonna do it, folks. That is all that's fit to blab about uh, for this edition of On Screen Live. Uh, we'll be back next week. It'll be uh, let's see, Let pull up the info here. Uh, because we're still in festival mode. Next Wednesday at seven p.m. Uh, will be the final off kilter uh broadcast of On Screen Live, uh, concluding uh our festival coverage, but. Don't worry. This week, there's tons of stuff coming out from the WHMU. Uh, but just as a reminder, really quickly, last week, if you missed it, we did come out with an episode on the Nexus, Picard mud-wrestling his own brother. Um, <laughs> Finally. And a great Cat episode. Woman.
1: Great episode of yeah. TV and podcast.
0: Yeah. And, uh, oh, and Catwoman uh, herself, Lee Merriweather, guesting on uh, TOS there. Uh, so that's all on the Nexus. Now, of course, the Halloween Spectacular has started already. Uh, because last week we did release, speaking of Saw X, Saw 5, uh, a truly abysmal movie. Chris, you'll at least say that Saw X is better than Saw 5, right? Oh, well,
2: yeah. I, mean, yeah. Oh. I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, it, again, like, I feel like I'm picking corns out of a turd and being like, well, this one's a little shinier than the
0: last.
1: Like, <laughs> but, Yeah, like, oh, corn, corn. Ooh, a peanut. That's what it sounds ooh, like ooh. Saw uh, X yeah. is. Yeah, yes. that sounds about right. That's about right, it,
0: Eric the peanut of the franchise which is the
1: best you know if you're gonna eat something out of shit i mean a peanut's not bad
2: <laughs> i mean so i was better gonna than say corn. To eat it but just finding it but yeah sure i i assume
0: yeah okay, I guess uh, well the good news is the spectacular continues tomorrow we got an all new episode on exorcist the beginning yeah now oh, yeah. this is this is of course the rennie harlan uh movie is what we're talking about so not if you're Trader. Yeah, it's not Dominion prequel to The Exorcist. This no. is Exorcist, The Beginning. Oh. Don't
1: worry, both are bad. What a movie. What a picture really this bad. one is, guys. Oh, holy sure. <laughs> quill. But you're going to have fun with that episode. I remember it being a ball.
0: Yes, yeah, I remember no, it's, it's It's a good one. A lot of, uh, a lot of Stellan Skarsgård impressions that are pretty much just Liam Neeson impressions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's but, all know, right. You know, you'll, you'll forgive you us. Get the gist. You get the gist. Uh, so that's out tomorrow. And then on Thursday... Uh, You better make sure you're subscribed to that top level of the Patreon because this month's Once in a Lifetime is coming out. Uh, And Chris Cabin, what movie are we talking about? Killer
2: Under the Bed. If you like doll movies, and I know the poster does not look like that, but if you (laughs) like killer doll movies, you're really going to want to see this. This is really just just terrible. Even by a QAnon actress, this is just really abysmal stuff. But hey. We had fun with it. Christy Swanson,
1: uh, you're referencing. Yeah. Yes.
2: Christy Swanson, Queen Q. Uh,
0: uh,
1: you so. know, you're, I'm
0: going to put that back up for a second. You're total. How do you have a killer doll movie and you don't put the doll on the cover? Well, I'll tell you, folks, it's because this doll looks so goddamn shitty. You it would is. be embarrassed to put it on your poster. Uh, it was made for five cents. It's the worst thing you've ever seen. Uh, and they use stop motion animation to make it run around and try to kill people (laughs) it's exquisite and I will say I had more fun watching that than both Saw 5 and Exorcist the Beginning Uh, so (laughs) patreon.com slash we hate movies for that and of course ad free episodes that will include Exorcist the Beginning dropping tomorrow folks at that $8 level and up. But that's going to do it for this evening. Again, we'll be back next Wednesday at 7 p.m. here on On Screen Live. And until then, I've been Andrew Jupin, Eric Siska, Chris Cabin. Have a good week, folks. Take it easy. Bye-bye.